Hello, this is Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with BMO Private Wealth. Today's Friday, July the 17th. I have a guest with me today, actually my business partner and brother. Hello everyone, this is Asin Khan with BMO Private Wealth, and I'm delighted to be joining the podcast today. I was absent because of the social distancing rules, but Asif and I have joined our bubbles. So glad to be here today. On today's podcast, we thought we'd focus on how companies get valued. There's been a lot of discussion around the FANG and M stocks, that is Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, and Microsoft. As you may know, these companies, along with some others like Tesla, have gone up a lot in the last few months. First, we thought we would break it down into something simple. Let's say you build a gas station in a new neighborhood. The neighborhood is just getting started with new home construction and companies relocating there. You are lucky and you start the first gas station for this town. You make your investment and start a gas-only service. That is, you only sell gas. Profit margins on gas stations are rather small, let's say 2%. So assume we're doing well and we start selling $100,000 of gas per week. That would imply that after paying for gas delivery, maintenance, insurance, wages, etc., we get to clear $2,000 per week. Roughly $100,000 per year is our annual profit. Someone approaches you and wants to buy your gas station. They see the town growing strongly in the coming years and thinks your location is ideal for increased gas sales. He offers to buy your gas station for 15 times its annual earnings. That is $100,000 times 15, which is $1.5 million. You think this is an excellent deal, so you sell it. Then the new buyer decides to add a convenience store, car wash, and a Tim Hortons to the site. She makes a substantial investment, but all of a sudden sees herself clearing $5,000 per week instead of the earlier $2,000 per week. That is, she is now clearing over $250,000 per year. Someone new comes to this owner and says, I love what you've done with this business and I want to buy it. I'm willing to pay you 20 times your annual clearings. That is 250,000 times 20, which equals 5 million. The deal gets done. This new owner comes in and decides that she's going to add to the gas station. She eliminates a row of gas pumps to put in brand new Tesla-style charging stations. At present, there are not enough electrical cars in the neighborhood that make up for the lost revenue, but she knows that this is the way of the future and it will propel her business revenue and profit. Though gas sales have fallen and traffic to the gas station and convenience store is down as a result, she sees her annual profit drop from about $250,000 to now $200,000. However, a new individual comes by and says that they want to buy this business. They see her vision as well and offer to pay her 40 times her annual earnings. That is now $200,000 times 40, which now values the original gas station at $8 million. This is also how companies on the stock market get valued, especially growth companies, the kinds that we just mentioned earlier. There's an expectation that they will be growing their revenues in new markets and have the first mover advantage or essentially become like monopolies in those markets. Think about Amazon, Google, Microsoft, and Apple. Would be hard to knock them off their leading roles. And some of these companies continue to show strong growth in their markets. In the early days, these growth companies essentially began in new markets, and they grew quickly to the point that investors started to take notice and wanted a piece of the action. Investors are willing to bid up the value of the company 
on some very high valuations, much like the gas station story we just relayed. Let's go back to the gas station analogy. Let's say it is now 10 or 20 years into the future. The gas station owner was correct. The charging stations have attracted a lot more customers and sales have now increased where she gets to clear $400,000 per year. New investors come by and realize that there does not seem to be much more growth for the company or the gas station and realize that it's matured. It now only grows incrementally. So they put a reasonable growth valuation on it. That is, they're willing to pay the original 15 times earnings for the business. That is $400,000 of annual clearings times 15, which equals $6 million. It is still a wonderful business to own, but no one is chasing to try and buy it. The young guns who like to make fast money shy away as it's a boring investment for them. The retiree or the mature type of investor looks at it and says, you know what? That's a solid business. And regardless of market fluctuations and potential recessions, I should be able to collect a handsome dividend from this investment and it should grow slowly over time as well. I want to buy it. Let's put a real life example to this. Some of you may know the company Cisco. They are the company that made all the components for the internet, such as switches and servers, basically the plumbing for the internet. In the 1990s, everyone knew that this company was going to do well, and they were right. Around the year 1999, Cisco was now earning about $12 billion, with a B, in annual revenues. A handsome amount and growing. Everyone knew it, so they bid it up. It traded in the range of $50 to almost $80 per share. What occurred over the coming 20 years is that its earnings went from $12 billion to approximately $50 billion, an almost five times increase. But what happened to the price of the shares? They went from the $50 to $80 range to settle in around $45 a share today. Essentially, you lost money on this investment over the last 20 years. Today, the growth investor is not chasing Cisco, but the mature investor may be buying it. By the way, we're not telling you to go buy Cisco or a gas station. This is just for illustration purposes. Why would someone buy Cisco now? Well, it pays a dividend of about 3%, which it did not pay in its early days. So one would be willing to buy the company today, knowing that through business cycles, the share price will go up and down, but will also likely keep paying that 3% dividend income stream annually. And should grow steadily as well. So today's lesson is that you may want to have a balanced approach and, a reason, and reasonable expectations on how you invest your nest egg. We should probably own some good growth stories and have some wonderful global giants in our portfolios that pay out handsome shares of their profits to us. Again, this is how our companies get valued. So be aware, fast growth companies can't keep going on Essentially, reality has to step back in. And remember, there's always another growth story or stories around the corner. As they say, there is always another train leaving the station. So just to recap, don't get caught up in the fast money. Investing is about knowing what you own. Own quality companies that are expected to grow and should hopefully reward you in the process with dividends. Remember that companies like the gas station will have revenues and a plan to grow those revenues and companies will have to go through recessions and pandemics, but they come out of it and get valued on what they're going to earn in the future. 
That's why we want to own quality businesses with strong lines of business and strong visions of the future. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please call us for any discussions regarding your financial plans and investments. My number is 416-709-7879. And my number is 416-725-9133. To close, here is our corny joke of the week. Actually, you get a bonus. We'll give you two. Do you know why the Irish are so wealthy? Not sure. Because their capital is Dublin. <laughs> Asif, what did the tomato say to the other tomato during a race? Um, I don't know. Catch up. This is Asin Khan. And Asif Khan. Signing off. Have a great weekend. Still listening? Well, let us take this opportunity to update you on what's been happening in the Khan households. We must say that one of the benefits of this strange time is that people have been managing to carve out more time for family, live life a little less hectically, reduce commuting, and even finding more time to just think. We in our households have been doing much the same. Our younger brother takes our mother out for a walk most evenings. The kids are out on their bikes, hikes, and the like, and we don't have to run around and pick up kids and drop them off from this program to that program. Basically, everyone's at home. We've been enjoying ourselves. We also get together every Sunday evening in the backyard to catch up with each other, have a cup of tea, or start a barbecue. I'm going to be grilling up some kebabs this Sunday on the babby. Can't wait. Be well, everyone.